what I love so much about being in Austin, being in Texas, is that everyone celebrates individuality, you know, just be who you want to be and no one's going to judge you. No one's going to condemn you for thinking differently to the way that you might think. And this is how it should be. Are you ready to uncover your highest purpose, passion, and potential in life? Then you should know the keys to achieving your heart's desires are already in you. Do you have a dream to get in better shape, heal relationships, or even create true financial freedom? Whatever it is, understand that the keys to achieving your heart's desires are already in you. If you're ready to unlock your greatest potential, erase limiting beliefs, and be guided on the journey of creating your dream life, then you're in the right place. This is The Higher Self, with your host, Danny Morell. Welcome to another episode of The Higher Self. This is going to be the first time we have a show like this one. I have a real-life refugee, like straight-up refugee, from this prison cell in the northern part of the hemisphere called Australia. That's right. Um, I don't get involved with what's happening, but man, if there's one thing that I would hate to feel is is the feeling of not being able to be free, to, to do what I want to do when I want to do it. And here in the U.S., no matter what is going on, we, we still have our freedom. You know, and when you live in places like Austin, uh, life is pretty normal. And so I want to introduce you to my friend, Laura. Laura, say hello and, and welcome to the show. Danny, hi. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here with you. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to have you as well because when we met the other day and uh, we were introduced by my friend Belinda, I started asking you, I think I'd led with a joke like you escaped and you were like, no, I really did escape. And, you know, I want people to know what it's like to live in Australia right now. If you could just kind of tell me, you know, what was it like two years ago or a year ago when everything started and how are things shifting? Yeah, it's really crazy times in Australia, to be honest, because a couple of years ago, I never second-guessed things like basic human rights and, and freedom. And living in a country like Australia can be a bit of a double-edged sword because on one hand, you are separated from the rest of the world, you're this sanctuary, you're this island, you feel very safe, you feel very protected. But then on the other hand, when something like COVID hits and you are completely locked down and effectively a prisoner within your own country, you can't leave, you can't get back in, things really start to shift. And for me personally, I really started to question things like my freedom, things like what it feels like to live in Australia. You know, I've loved Australia my whole life. I've lived there. It's my home. It's a beautiful country. Most of my friends and family live there. But then to have your freedom taken away in the way that we did and to see the turn of events and to see people's control and other agendas come through, you start to question, is this just about health or is there something more? It's interesting you say that because part of that is happening here. And, you know, it's not as bad. So I want to get into how bad it is. And, you know, and yet for the most part, for the most part, if you choose to turn off the TV, like I live in Austin, Texas, you're here now, 
for the most part, you could just live a normal life. You know, every once in a while, you, you might have to put a mask on or whatever. But for the most part, things are okay. That is not how it is in Australia. And I remember when my friend Belinda was telling me about this, like, okay, let's get into the details here. She, she literally, I remember she was telling me, was stuck living in her home and they would bring her food. Is, is, is that? Yeah. So what happened to Belinda? She was trying to leave Melbourne, which had an even harsher lockdown. So Melbourne has actually surpassed all other countries and cities in the world as the longest standing lockdown. So Belinda having the business that she does is able to work from Melbourne, from Sydney. She's able to work with freedom and flexibility. And so she got a flight from Melbourne to Sydney. And when she got to Sydney, they told her at the airport, when we don't think we can let you out, we, we don't think we can let anyone on this flight out. And so they ended up staying around in Sydney airport for an entire day until they decided that they were going to put them all, as in her entire flight, into a hotel quarantine. And so she ended up going into a hotel quarantine for a period of two weeks. She couldn't leave the hotel room. So she had to get her food delivered. She wasn't allowed outside for fresh air. She wasn't allowed anyone to come and visit her. And so that at all, just completely separated from society. So she finally got out of the hotel quarantine and then was able to come out and spend some time in Sydney. So the best way that I can describe it from a Sydney experience, because that's where I'm from, so I can speak to that in in more detail, is that I would describe it as there being two phases to lockdown. So lockdown 1.0, which happened in March 2020, and then lockdown 2.0, which took place of June of this year. So lockdown 1.0 almost felt like a little bit of a novelty because, yes, there were some freedoms taken away. Yes, there were some restrictions put in place, but it wasn't to the same degree of lockdown 2.0. So this is the more recent lockdown that we've been experiencing, whereby we cannot leave our homes unless it is for an essential reason. An essential reason being defined as going out to get groceries, going out to exercise on your own or with one other person and going to get medical support. So you can't go to a gym? The gyms are all closed, so you can exercise outdoors with one other person so long as you and the other person are not exceeding five kilometers which if I convert it is about three miles outside of your home so there's a three mile radius that you cannot leave so you can't so even if I wanted to go for a run I couldn't run three miles away from my house technically no you can't And technically, you could get fined if you get asked for your ID and your proof of residence and you're outside of the three-mile radius, you get a fine. Um, Okay, hold on, hold on. Okay, so what happens if if my parents live four miles away? You can't see them. No, stop. You can't see them. And my parents live, you know, maybe five miles away from where I do. I didn't see them for over three months. Ah, stop. Yeah. No, I, I, I wish. 
wish I was lying, but that is the truth. You know, that is the reality. Okay, wait, okay, wait a minute. I'm sorry, but you ever try that with me? There's no one that's going to do that to me. So my next question is, what is wrong with the people of Australia? Like, how do they let the government do this to them? Like, what kind of, like, you try that here in Texas? People are grabbing, like, their guns and they're, they're, they're going to come after you straight up. Like, you ain't getting away with it. What? <laughs> what is wrong with the people in Australia? It would never happen in somewhere like Texas because people understand and they know their rights. People understand legislation. They know what they're entitled to. And in Australia, I feel like there's this sense of complacency which has been developed where people don't want to break the rules. People don't want to question authority. People believe that the government has their best interests at heart. And the whole narrative, yeah, and the narrative that's being fed through the media is do the right thing, you know, do the right thing for your community, do your right thing by society. And this same message just keeps coming through. People are living in this state of panic and hysteria and, and they're scared of their lives and they just want to you know, be complacent and they just want to follow suit and no one goes against the grain. No one questions it. And if you do, you almost become like You're an outcast. Guy. You're the bad guy. Yeah. I just got the chills right now because it's like, and I don't know if that was a download or what, but I just saw like the Hunger Games is what I saw. Like I just visualized like, Complete control. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's really interesting, Danny, is other people see it. And when you come, like from my experience, leaving Australia and arriving in Austin, I just could not believe the sense of freedom and autonomy. It's, it's celebrated. And the interesting thing is, you know, coming through border security, the guy that let me in at San Francisco airport said to me, what the hell is happening in Australia? It's becoming a communist country. I think it's and worse is I think it's worse than a communist country. It's yeah. up like hunger games. It's it, it is. And there's been this gradual message which has kept, you know, people hoping and giving false hope. So I'll give you an example of that. It started off with, you know, once we reach 70% vaccine doses of the the eligible population will open up your freedoms 70 percent then turn to 80 percent 80 percent turn to 90 percent and 90 percent has now turned to 95 percent so as of right now the eligible vaccinated population within like sydney and new south wales which is the state so it's like austin in texas is around 93%. So they're saying once they reach 95%, people will get their freedom back. But you lose faith because you keep changing the goalposts. So right. 70%. And the, yeah. and the people just keep doing what you tell them to do. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Wow. So it's just like, you know, one more week, one more month, you know, 
10% more vaccine doses, you know, these goalposts keep shifting. And I think that has what has kept people in line because they think, oh, you know, there's, there's light at the end of the tunnel, but that has just really surpassed anything we could have imagined. The people don't realize how much money is involved. They don't, they don't realize that the government must be getting paid. There's just an enormous amount of money when you can, when you can vaccinate that many people. Exactly. And the amount of testing, which is happening in Sydney as well. So it's about the messaging of come forward, get tested, get tested again. And every time one of those, you know, COVID tests or vaccines is being administered, there's a huge paycheck that's being accumulated at the end of that. This is brand new industries that have been created. It is. So, so let me get this straight. So if I live in Australia right now, I can't leave my house. If I do leave my house, it has to be to buy groceries or to exercise. I can't, if I exercise with more than one person, I can be fined. When I do exercise, I can't go more than three. I I can't, I, I can't even visit. I cannot leave my home a three mile radius around my home. I can't leave my home. So if my family, my parents, my girlfriend, my whatever lives outside of that, then I've got to go on some mission impossible mission to get there and sneak back in. And then on top of that, since I live on an island, I can't leave. Correct me if I'm wrong, unless I'm vaccinated. Is that correct? Yeah, unless you receive a travel exemption or you're fully vaccinated. So these freedoms are now starting to be opened up for the fully vaccinated population. So it is moving towards a state of reclaiming people's freedom. Yeah, but no, no, no. But But, there is conditions on that. Yeah, it's bullshit. But what people don't realize, what people don't realize happened is that now they know that they can get away with anything. Yes, because they have tested the population and the population has complied. The business plan has been tested and proven. Correct. So the next time they want to create something now, like literally they can create anything else that they want. And they know that if you just strip away the freedoms, the population will comply. So they literally, literally, this is pretty mad scientist, genius, freaking evil, like darkness plan is wow. Yeah. It's incredible how effective it has been too. And When you take away people's freedom, when you take away people's autonomy, because when you think about the lockdown in a broader sense, you know, what's happened? These businesses have been forced to shut down. What happens when businesses are shut down and employees aren't working? People are not generating income. And so they start to rely on the government support. And when you rely on government support, you are more likely to get in line because you don't have a choice. In order to get your paycheck, you need to give something in return. And that's what we've seen play out in Australia. I mean, this is darkness to the, you know, the energy, the energy of darkness, the energy of control, the energy of manipulation is just, wow. I mean, I'm feeling it right now. You know, I, you know, most people process that as vaccinated or not vaccinated, by the way, God bless you, whatever you want to do is, you know, you can get vaccinated. I'm sure you agree. 
I totally agree. I, I'm pro-choice. I completely yeah. respect whatever decision people want to make. This is different, however. This is this is this is darkness. This is literally controlling an entire population and manipulating them based off of fear. It's one hundred percent based off fear because People now feel like in order for them to sustain their livelihood, in order for them to be able to re-enter the workforce, they're being told they have to be fully vaccinated. And so people now feel like, well, if I don't comply, then I'm not going to have my freedom. I'm not going to be able to afford my rent. I'm not going to be able to afford to pay my mortgage. How am I going to feed my kids? So they're taking away the government incentive but, you know, making sure that everyone is following in accordance with how they see they want to manage this situation. Well, you know, I, you know, I, again, I try to stay, I, I stay out of this. I don't post about it. I don't talk about it. I think you all as listeners know my stance on all of this without me having to say it. However, in many ways, in different communities here in the U.S., this is happening, you know. People don't realize it, but if you live in LA and you live in like New York City, for example, this is this 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 is happening, you know. And it's sad. It's you know. Yet yet you know through my spiritual awakening, I understand is that you know whenever the energy of fear is present, what's truly present underneath it is people don't understand their true power, and so they live from the energy of guilt and shame. And whenever you live in guilt and shame, you're in inaction. You don't know what to do or how to do it for yourself. So you have to be told what to do. And so when you're in that energy, then you're very easily manipulated, you know, quite frankly. You're so right, Danny, because people really do lose their ability to think critically, to think for themselves. And they get driven by these external forces as opposed to what is right within my myself, within my being, within my truth. And that becomes compromised because when you don't have a firm stance around your values, you can just end up going whichever way you're blown. So, whichever way you're told to go. Exactly. Yeah. So, so let me ask you this. I just want to get out of this, bleh, this, this feeling. What's it feel like to be here, you know, and – yeah, what's it feel like to be here, particularly in Austin? Because I'll, I'll tell you this, it doesn't feel like this in California. It doesn't feel like this in, in New York. It doesn't feel like this in Portland, Oregon. Uh, what's it feel like to be here? It feels incredibly freeing, incredibly liberating. I feel so at peace with myself. I feel just this real state of calm. And the energy here in Austin is just beautiful. It's just really really beautiful, pure energy. And what I love so much about being in Austin, being in Texas, is that everyone celebrates individuality. You know, just be who you want to be and no one's going to judge you. No one's going to condemn you for thinking differently to the way that you might think. And this is how it should be. And I can see the appeal of people wanting to come to Austin for that very reason. Yeah. I guess I'm going to end with this. If you had a message for people based off of what you experienced in Australia, 
you know, real, real life here. And based off of not only this situation, but any other situation that could occur in the future. I, I personally think, you know, they, they manipulate the numbers here. I don't think more than 50% of the population here in the U.S. is vaccinated. It's, it's impossible. There's too many free thinkers here. But I do think and I do worry about our children because, you know, when our children's parents aren't free thinkers, then the children are just being taught, you know, do, do just do what the so it's like it's like the next generation is in trouble, you know. And so my question to you is, what, what, what would you say to people? My message to people based on my experience would be to really get curious with yourself and start asking yourself good questions and some of the hard questions because when you ask good questions that's when you start to get good answers and that's when you start to understand what's really important to you and I shared this with you Danny the other day that I didn't realize how much I valued my freedom until I went through this experience because sometimes you don't realize how important something is to you until that very thing is taken away. So I would say get really curious with yourself. Start asking yourself the hard questions, the good questions. Be resourceful. You know, I had to try four times to get here. I got rejected four times and I created this unstoppable mindset of I don't care if I apply a hundred times, I will do whatever it takes to get here. Yeah. And people just lose that ability to be resourceful. So be resourceful. Think outside the box. Think creatively. If something doesn't feel right for you, don't be afraid to challenge that. Don't be afraid to go against the grain and live your truth. And, you know, whatever anyone else wants to do, you know, power to them. I completely respect everyone's choice in all of this. But I believe that we should be, you know, acting in unison as in as humanity coming together and recognizing that we're more alike than not. And just because someone has a different decision to you doesn't mean that, you know, you should treat them any differently. And, and that would be my key message. Yeah. And I think we'll end with that. I think we'll end with that. Yeah. Thank you so much. By the way, you have a podcast of your own. I Uh, do. Talk to them about it, our our audience, and then, uh, and how do they get a hold of you? Yeah. Thank you, Danny. Well, my podcast is called the Boss in Heels podcast. So you can find it on any podcast platform that you like listening to. I've got a website, bossinheels.com, and you can find me on Instagram at bossinheels underscore. And I'm excited you're going to be coming on my podcast soon too. So we can do a bit of a role reversal. But I, I love the work that you're doing, Danny, and it's been an honor to be here with you today. Thank you. I'm, I'm so glad that you uh, that you joined us today. And uh, for those of you listening, I think Laura's advice was, was pretty spot on. You know, ask yourself the questions that sometimes you're afraid to ask yourself. What do you really need? in order to live a, a fulfilled life, you know? And then once you get clear on that, keep an eye on what's happening in the world. And whenever something doesn't feel right, honor what you feel, not what you're being told to think, 
Honor what you feel, and you'll never go wrong. That's a wrap. That's a wrap on this week's episode, and we'll definitely see you next week. Thanks, Laura. Thanks, Danny. That's it for this week's episode of The Higher Self. If you enjoyed this, please make sure to leave a four or five star rating, share it with all of your friends, all of your family members, and post any comments or questions that you may have, whether you're seeing this on my website, YouTube, podcast, Spotify, whatever the case may be. We really are here to help guide you to your highest self.